Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Living It by Design Lounge podcast, where we talk about all things health and relationships. Health, of course, being mind, body, and soul. I'm Jeanette Schaub. I'm your host and certified life and health coach, and I'm really happy that you tuned in today. I always like to add that while I am a certified life and health coach, I am not a physician. So anything we talk about when it comes to health, especially Uh, health-related topics, you should always consult your physician or doctor with any concerns that you have. And so I'm going to jump in here today because we are in December and actually two weeks in and the end of the year is nearing and I thought it would be a great time to do some planning. So this is part one of three parts for December planning. I want to see if we can shift our mindset before the new year and leave behind some negativity or some limiting beliefs or anything that needs to be left behind in the current year so we can start fresh 2022 um, with a fresh new perspective that's empowering instead of um, feelings of regret and anxiety. And we'll talk about that in a second. But I don't know about you, but every year I hear myself say the same thing. Like, oh my gosh, where did the year go? I can't believe it's December. Oh my God, I can't believe a new year is starting. And then we commiserate about all the crappy things that happened in the current year and how we can't wait to start fresh and we need a do-over and the list goes on and on. COVID most certainly did not make that list any better. And if anything, just added another layer of, you know, um, feelings that, gosh, we just want a new year and a do-over. And so it's interesting that as we start to close out a year, I don't know also about you, but I know for myself, I immediately start thinking about the things I didn't get done. And so now it is December 12th and I'm very aware that the brand new year is just around the corner and I have been doing mental checks, um, going over my list, trying to get as much done as I can in the last two weeks, but also beating myself up a little bit for the things I didn't get done the rest of the year. And then asking myself, my gosh, like, where did the time go? And what could I have done different? And why didn't I get that done? And and so on. And so um, whatever that script is for you or the tape playing in your head, it's a lot of, uh, you know, I also feel anticipation and excitement for a new year because it's a mental shift of clean slate, right? January 1 rolls around and it's almost like something magical happens Everything's forgotten, brand new year, new goals, you know, fresh start, clean slate, and so on. But again, it can also stir up the feelings of regret and anxiety because we didn't get everything done that we had planned, or goals we didn't complete, or just this overall feeling that time slipped by and we didn't manage it or capture it properly. It's a mixed bag of emotions. Um, And so, Where I want to talk about where you are on the spectrum of that feeling, of those feelings. So we can, again, it's all about creating new experiences and shifting our thought patterns. So how do we feel empowered going into a new year? And so I want to ask you some questions. So if you could grab a piece of paper and a pen, if you don't already have one, I'm going to give you some steps as we go through this and talk a little bit, you know, more um, about this topic. And so... If you're, I'm going to give you a second to grab some paper and something to write. And of course you can re-listen to the podcast. Um, and I will try to remember to post these out on the website so you can also pull them off. But before we jump in here, 
and engage where we are, I want to just take a couple of really deep breaths in, breathing in for a count of five, holding for a count of five, and then a really deep exhale for a count of seven. If that's difficult to hold for five, five, seven, then shift those numbers to whatever is comfortable. I'd also like to recommend that for the breathing exercise, anytime you're doing really deep breathing, if you're sitting straight with your feet on the floor and your back up against, you know, whatever chair or, you know, um, seat that you're sitting in, pull your shoulders back when you're breathing in and just really expand your chest. You can do deep breathing anywhere, of course, but that's the best position for really expanded deep breath in. So let's go ahead and take another one. Leaving the day behind you, worries, stress, anything on your mind, let it go with that exhale. So breathe in for five, hold for five, and a nice big exhale for a count of seven. Thank you. Okay, so before we get into the steps on how to change our mindset or something to think about when it comes to our mindset for the end of the year, beginning of a new year, on a scale of one to 10, how do you feel about this current year with respect to what you accomplished or goals you set? How are you feeling? Check in with yourself. As I say in every episode, and I will say over and over and over again, everything we talk about is to create awareness and comes from a place of curiosity. So these are your numbers. This is your list. There is no judgment. There is no shame. There is no critiquing. It is just, you know, uh, on a scale of one to 10, I like to do check-ins because how do we know where we want to be if we don't know where we are? And it's all about, you know, I feel like this today. I want to feel like this, you know, in tomorrow, six months, three months, 12 months. And how do I get there? So let's check in. And how do you feel today about the current year with respect to your time? Did you get the things off the list? Did you take on too much? Did you not? Did you run out of time? Did you meet the goals that you had? How are you feeling about it on a scale of one to 10? Write that number down somewhere for yourself. And again, the lounge is your no judgment zone. Awareness is empowering. So we want to come from a place of curiosity always. No judgment, no blame, no shame. And there's no right answer. It could be a one, it could be a 10. If you're a 10, an eight or above, that's fantastic. Then there's little work to do. But if you're feeling any certain way about ending this year, then let's, uh, let's keep going. So again, changing perspective, reframing our thoughts. And I want to point out that I think I mentioned it earlier. It is really interesting that the first thing we think about typically is what we didn't get done. It's like if you ask somebody, you know, how was your week? Tell me something great. And people tend to go to the negative. Well, I didn't get to, or I I wasn't able, or this happened to me. It's really difficult for us to think about the things we did right. 
And so that's the first step. We're going to start with the positive. So you kind of know where you are on your scale. And step one is, what have you accomplished? I want you to write that shit down. High five yourself for doing your best. If you haven't already read it, a quick shout out to Mel Robbins and her book, The High Five Habit. It's a great read. And it is just what it sounds like. High-fiving yourself every morning, creating a new habit, which is what all this is about. Changing our thoughts, creating new experiences. Reframing limiting beliefs. So step one, start with the positive. Instead of, instead of you know, thinking about and, and replaying all the stuff we didn't get done, what did you get done? Because I promise you, you probably got a lot done. You probably did a ton of things. They may not have been things on your list, but you did a lot of things. So pat yourself on the back and acknowledge all the stuff you got done and accomplished this year. And just keep writing. I won't pause too long for the writing, but I want to get you started. So if you have a pen and paper as I'm talking, go ahead and start writing down all the things you did. Were you... Did you help a friend move? Did you care for children? Did you care for parents or somebody that was sick? Were you sick? Did you deal with a health crisis? Did you take a vacation? Did you take a trip? Did you, you know, were you quarantined? Like there's, there's stuff that you did that probably had to be done or stuff that just derailed your path for whatever reason, or just other things that you just didn't anticipate that just happened. Life happens. And I promise you did a lot of things. It might not have felt like it because, again, they might not have been things on your list, but it doesn't matter. You still did things. So think about all the stuff you did. Did you learn a new skill? Did you take a class? Did you get a new job? Did you lose a job? Like all these things that happened, they're things that you did. or some other life curveball that you weren't expecting. Step two, write the wish list of things you wanted to get done, but didn't. No matter how long the list or how small, I want you to write them down. So all the things that you did do, whether they were on the list or not, because we want to start from the positive. Then we want all the things that we wish we could have gotten done that we didn't get done. Again, it doesn't matter if they were on a list or not on a list. They were just things in your head. Step three, I want you to circle the top five priorities on that list. Step four, I want you to now pick one or two things that you can realistically accomplish before the end of the year. Because there's still time. Granted, it's only two weeks, but there's probably a couple of little things on that list that may make you just feel good if you could just get them done. I spent the day cleaning out my office paperwork. Took me pretty much all day, but it, feels good. I can take it off the list. I could have found a million reasons not to do that today, but I did it. And now I feel really good. It's done. 
I still have a little bit more to do, but for the most part, everything recycled, cleaned out, put away for, you know, I took all the old files out. I set up new files for the new year and it feels really good. So one of thing, one or two things, if there are more little things on your list and you want to shoot for that, go ahead and write them down. The point is you still have a little time if there's something that you want to get off that list and, and get accomplished. Step five, look at this list again and line out anything on the list that's no longer important, can be delegated, no longer relevant, or something you can schedule for the new year. There are things on that list that you may have started thinking you really wanted to do because they were important to you last year for 2021. And then now, if you look back, you know, they're, they're really not important anymore. You don't need to do them for a number of reasons. It doesn't matter why. So take them off the list, completely remove them. And then step six, is to let it go. The worst feeling in the world is feeling crappy about the prior year and feeling overwhelmed on January 2nd because you feel like you're starting from behind. Does anybody ever feel like that? Does that resonate with you at all? But you're exactly where you should be. And you can change your mindset so that you can feel into that, you know, that as well when the new year starts. So I'm going to go through these quickly, but basically we're going to start with the positive and talk about, write down all the things that we did accomplish, whether they were intention, intentional or not, things that we got done this year. New things popped up. We, we, we were busy. We got things done. We're also going to high five ourselves for doing the best we could this year and take some pressure off. Life happens. It derails us. It doesn't take much. Step two, write the wish list of things you wanted to get done but didn't. Step three, circle five priorities on that list. Step four, pick one or two things that you still could squeeze in or more on the list before the end of the year. Like maybe I just needed to clean out a closet, donate stuff to Goodwill, something like that, that I could realistically get done before a new year. That'll make me feel good if I don't have to look at that again on my list in the new year. Assuming you're making lists, right? This might be not a system that you follow. It doesn't matter. However you, you come to, you know, determine what you want to get done for a new year. Step five is lining out, delegating, and rescheduling or resetting expectations for the new year, anything else on that list. Anything that's no longer relevant or important or necessary, take it off. We don't need to look at it. We just don't need to look at it anymore. And then step six is let it go. What can you let go of? It might just be the things you lined out on the list, but what feeling can you let go of? before the end of the year in the process of doing this exercise in the process of acknowledging what you did get done in the process of resetting expectations for the new year in the process of 
acknowledging that you did the best you could and high-fiving yourself? Is it a feeling or a thought that you could let go of? Is it something on the list you could let go of? Is it an expectation that you could let go of that will shift your mindset? Now, you might be thinking, I'm also going to tell you now to set some new goals, and I would normally suggest that, but today I want to stop here because it's a lot, but yet, again, it's just the starting point to shift our perspective as we end a year so that we're not looking back and reflecting only on what we didn't do and feeling like somehow we failed. Time does not stop on January 1st or January 2nd, right? It just keeps going. It is, it just continues. But yet in our minds, we tell ourselves it means something. So there might still be things that you need to do, but we're going to reset those and, and, and put them in the new year. Give yourself permission to let go of some things, acknowledging that you did the best you could. And the beauty of goals is that you can change them. Reset expectations if that's what's required. And that's a whole separate exercise of goal setting. But you get to do that. So I'm giving you permission to let some stuff go, to acknowledge the good. Take a look at what you're sitting with right now that's causing you stress and anxiety. And let's let go of that. Part two of December planning is going to be about clearing the clutter and what to do after that. You've heard me talk about clearing clutter before, but in in this series, we're going to talk about it specifically as it pertains to clearing the clutter for the end of the year planning, moving into a brand new year. It's a good exercise to do anytime, but specifically how it pertains to uh, December planning. So I hope that this was helpful. Um, I know I went through those, you know, briefly, but, um, Again, I'll I'll try to remember to put this out on the website. I'd love to hear from you if you have, uh, you know, any comments or want to share anything that you did or anything that worked for you or resonated. Would love to hear that. Jeanette at liveinitbydesign.com or you can visit my website at liveinitbydesign.com. And again, this is all about not taking clutter and negativity into the brand new year, which isn't a bad starting point, right? We have enough going on in the world and in our own lives that uh, let's try to leave some of that clutter and negativity at the door and not bring it, bring it, bring it into 2022. So I hope this was helpful. I'm so glad that you tuned in. Thank you so much. My social media links are on my website. And again, love to hear from you. Thanks again. Look for part two and I'll see you in the last.